Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And we are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. And this week was gigantic for us. Oh, it's huge. Huge. We went to WrestleMania. Excess. And WrestleMania and WrestleCon and a hotel. Two different Chipotle's. That's right. Uh, God, we so much stuff. The Chipotle, either Chipotle's going to recover. Yeah. They're never going to. It's going to be, yeah. How do you recover from WrestleMania weekend? How do you recover from two different burritos from two different Chipotle's? How do they recover by the fact that I had a burrito at one and tacos for the first time at the other? I never done Chipotle tacos before. Uh, how do they recover? Scott, it sounds like if anything, their business is diversifying because you order different things at different locations. It's true. I did. That one's is stunned. Well, it and makes, now we're back. And you're getting, a well-rounded consumer. And now we're back and getting witch witch. Mm-hmm. Their cups are ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, you got to be careful throwing all those advertisings out there. That's true. God, God everybody. Hey, we're curtain jerks. <laughs> this is the important uh, advertising. Uh, we have interviews coming up later in the show today. We have Ryback. We have Adam Rose, and we have Hornswoggle. Plus, we'll have info on how you, the listener, can contribute to Curtain Jerks directly. I know some of you have been asking about that in the past. Like, can I buy something? Can I come over and uh, make you sandwiches? What's your Amazon wish list? How can I buy you some of those Japanese art books you need? Oh, well, God, we got to get on that. We got to make sure that's that's open and not private. Mm-hmm. We got to get those Japanese art books. So we'll have information Echo on that. by Echo. What is that? Uh, it's the lady did the costumes for the uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula that Coppola did. Is that right? I ordered two of her art books for the hell of it. Are you serious? <laughs> They're awesome. How many art books are you up to now? Uh, by her, two. Uh, in total? Uh, I don't know, maybe nine or ten. Really? Yeah. I don't have I a contributed co- to that. Yeah, that's right. Scott got me the H.R. Giger art book mm-hmm. for my Christmas, my birthday. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was for my birthday. It was a, it was a fancy one. Yeah, it, uh, it was cool looking. Yeah, good. Get plenty of that wiping right into the microphone. <laughs> this right here. Get all Very that. Excited. Get all that mayonnaise off your face. Scott, we got so many interviews. It was such an amazing time at WrestleMania. I had a blast. Did you have a good time hanging out with me? Uh, yes. I just in general I was like, did I have a good time? No. There's a photo that shows otherwise. That's gonna. Go there's on our a Facebook. wonderful photo of Scott having a bad time. <laughs> um, it it is just exhausting. The the schedule that is there. Uh, Tom Connolly, who helped us out, um, we had the schedule in place last year of all the stuff there is to do. Because when you go to WrestleMania, you want to go and you want to check everything out that you can. But we're on a when we're doing media stuff, we got to go earlier and do everything later. And we don't have the luxury of oh, let's leave for a while and go get food. We got to take what we can at the time we can get it. So you got to pick those bones clean. Yeah, we're That's really, the publicity machine. We're vultures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no wrestling vulture, is there? What do you mean? Like, uh, we've got vipers, we've got rattlesnakes, we've got... Uh, the vulture? Yeah. I, well, you'd assume we'd have to be an older wrestler, or just a really weird-looking young guy. Just, yeah, just uh, once once a guy's beat up in the ring, then that guy comes up and beats him up more and takes all the, the claim of like, Yeah, I did it! I'm picking the bones! That's great. That'd be wonderful. That's what I would do. That's a good bit. Yeah, thanks. I'm the vulture. Um, so, yeah, it was exhausting. It's just really, really exhausting, but incredibly rewarding with all the stuff we do. We got to do access to do interviews there. Like we said, we went to WrestleCon. That was the first time I had been to a WrestleCon. For my first time in a wrestling convention. And uh, the guys were cool as hell. There. Well, most of them were cool. We'll leave out a couple of the ones that weren't so cool. 
If you uh, look at a list of guys, you'd figure it out pretty quick. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you this, listeners. Don't ask Scott Steiner if he's going to be at WrestleMania Access. Apparently, he's not uh, yeah, any let, sort of involvement with that company. Let, do Take a couple lines back for when you uh, talk to Steiner. I'll play Scott Steiner. We don't do impersonations on the show. That's ridiculous. Uh, so I'll be Scott Steiner. You be you. Cool. All right. So are you going to be around tomorrow? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be around tomorrow. Oh, are you going to be at WrestleMania Access uh, later today? Huh? Huh, what? No! No, I ain't being to that shit! I ain't going to that! I will? Get out of here! Cool, see you later. He didn't say get out of here. No, but That was I, just for emphasis. Yeah, that was for emphasis. Scott really wanted to nail that part home. But Steiner was cool. I, that, that, that was shocking to me, that Scott Steiner was an approachable guy. Yeah, he was really cool. A lot of guys were really cool. And we got those interviews. We're, we're going to be knocking out the WWE WrestleMania access ones up top. But, man, we got weeks of content for you guys. If this podcast was a sandwich, like a foot long, like a, like if, like a submarine sandwich that was at a party in the late 90s, mm-hmm. then we're going to be peppering that sandwich with delicious interviews for the next couple of weeks. True. That's exactly what we're going to do. So think about that, guys. Think about eating a sandwich with your ears. So let's try a little bit of WrestleCon. All right. Um, it was at a hotel, Embassy Suite. I don't know what it was. Doesn't matter what it was. Doesn't matter what it was. It's what you expect. And everything was a nice layout. Yeah. From what the movie The Wrestler is and giving you that expectation, it was not that at all. It was not sad. It was not run down. It was not scummy. None of that. They had a very high spots put it on. It was a small sort of convention room at this place, and there was two different convention areas, so you'd walk between these courtyards, Mm -hmm. and they sort of circulated the wrestlers depending on what day it was. Or VIP stuff Mm -hmm. and all that, and it was was a cool layout, and you got to see its constant smiles that fans are getting to see, oh, I remember him, or he's on TV now, just a bunch of that stuff, and just getting to see everybody in chat was really, really, really cool. And intimidating. Yeah. Nothing like walking into a room full of supermen. Uh, I had the most awkward interaction that one could have twice with Colt Cabana. That's true. I was pretty cool, but he knew he knows your name now. He knows who you are. He does, and I don't think he's happy about it. I don't know. I think we're all in the same frontier town of podcast land, and he just happens to be the mayor. No. Well, yeah, he's the mayor, but he doesn't know about uh, all the other villagers. Well, no. Well, now he knows about the two drunks who pass out and fall into the horse trough, and then they're like, Whoa, God, well, I'm all wet. But That's yeah, me and you. It's, yeah, I just, oh. You're being too hard on yourself. Look. Guys, hey, everything watch out went for, wrong. Watch out. Horse shit. Watch out for that horse shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the horse shit. Uh, it was... I love the fact that it happened, but it just went about what what I expected it to go like. What are you talking about? We talked to him for like 15 minutes about performing and about wrestling and about like the nature of, of improv. I don't know how on board he was, but he was definitely let us talk about it. I, th- I, I think you had a good interaction with him. I think everything that I talked about or a point that I would raise, it would be that... Um, it would be like Steiner. It'd be, it was the equivalent of asking Steiner if he was going to be at Access tomorrow. And, huh? No. No. Why? Uh, you're no. You're being too hard on yourself. I'm, well, being, he, I'm being pretty realistic. You know what was really tough, though? When he put your face through that mirror. That was pretty bad. He made you, and he said, cut off your own face. That would have been really disturbing. But that didn't happen. You're being too hard on yourself. No. You want to you wanna have a bad uh, interaction with Colt Impossible. Don't. You can't have a bad interaction with Colt I did. You can't do it. There were other guys cool as hell, though. I mean, um... We'll, we'll get to the interviews coming up later on, but uh, another one that was really surprising, and I'll, I'll tease this interview for a future episode that we got, Eric Bischoff. 
That was cool as hell. Yeah. Bischoff is a cool dude. Whoa, looks like we got ourselves a WCW convert over here. Yeah, I'll watch it on the network now. <laughs> now we will. Now yeah. we will. Don't do it while you're driving. I know that stuff puts you to sleep. Okay, so, you know, we're a comedy wrestling podcast. We try and bring uh, everything that's amusing and uh, different to you on a week-to-week basis. We don't give you full rundowns of all the happenings that uh, that went on. But but the WrestleMania pre-show started, <laughs> and boy, were we excited. Here's the problem I had with the show. Uh, look, I don't want to tell anybody how to book a WrestleMania, but let me tell you something. If Sting isn't going over, I think we're going to have a problem. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> well, WrestleMania Access had a really big news story that happened. Um, while we were there, not at that session, but someone told us as it was happening, someone climbed the Elimination Chamber. Now, wh- what happened was they have the Elimination Chamber at Fan Access all set up so fans could walk in on one side, check it out, and they always put a wrestler in the middle. Sometimes uh, I know the Boogeyman was in there. Curtis Axel was Del in there. Dolph Ziggler was in there. Zack Ryder. Yeah, so they always put somebody in there. You could you get in line, walk in there, get a picture with them inside the chamber, and then just kind of check it out and move on. Now, guys, I know you may not believe it's the actual Elimination Chamber because, you know, I immediately didn't think it was the Elimination Chamber because it was missing two walls and the ring in the middle did not have any ropes. So people could just walk into the Elimination Chamber and walk right out of it completely bypassing their pods and i asked scott if it was in fact the elimination chamber and he said what you think they're gonna have two so guys it was actually the elimination chamber (laughs) yeah i was a bit of a dick most of this trip um so they didn't they didn't build everything in full because yeah if you have the ropes somebody's gonna try and run the ropes or throw somebody in a turnbuckle fans are gonna do something crazy at some point or other and sure enough there was one man that did this and i i know for a fact i you know, we set it up, and the person said they were going to come into the studio today, so we're going to find out all about this, what happened. Yeah, so they climbed the elimination chamber, they punched a security guard. Right. And they got arrested. And this is all in San Jose, but apparently he's out on bail, and he, we got this exclusive get. We got this interview with uh, with the man who climbed the elimination chamber. I'm Scott, I'm going to welcome him in, okay? Uh. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. You look really familiar. Are you? I can't. I've. You look like you're wearing a hat and sunglasses. Who? Why can't I recognize you? Oh, hey. Well, let me take off. Uh, let me put my hat on my sunglasses. Uh, why? Uh, Wildcat Chris Harris. Oh my God! You look terrible. I won the elimination chamber. You were the man who climbed the Elimination Chamber at WrestleMania Access? Yeah, high spot. High spot. That is a pretty high spot. Uh, who are you facing? I was facing uh, Curtis Axel, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Boogeyman, uh, Zack Ryder, and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I beat their ass. I came to WrestleMania to debut as Braden, Chris Walker, Harris, and beat ass. Well, I just want to, I don't want to point Your out. Your ass got the- beat. I don't want to point out the, uh, the facts, but you don't win the Elimination Chamber by climbing it. You have to do it by pinfall. Yeah, and I fell, and I won. They pinned me to the ground and because I, I fell, and I won. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, so, uh, my intestine. 
So you were at WrestleMania Access to de- to debut? Did you sign any autographs while you were there? Uh, it was a rebranding. It was a repackaging because I was, I was in ECW once. I, let me shake your hand. You want a photo? No, I'm good. Uh, oh, uh, that was right in your ear. Now, you were teamed with... You were also in TNA for a short stint there. Who I was in there for a while. Yeah. I was in there for a while. Who did? Yeah, like, when you go into Asada and you're like, Hey, I'm just going to take the towel off and expose the boys. Uh... That's how long I was in there. Wow. Uh, well, so who who were you in TNA? You were Wildcat Chris Harris. Yeah. I was, wow, man. Hey, do you remember when I was in TNA? I was Wildcat. Yeah, you uh, were in America's Most Wanted, right? Yeah, we were everywhere at the FYEs, mm-hmm. uh, at uh, Sam Goody. Maybe a Suncoast? Oh, yeah, Suncoast. Okay. Oh, can you push my intestine back in? It's slipping. Whoa. Uh, well, I'll... It's just, it's, spru- it's protruding. If you could just... Hey, here's a paper towel so you can cover your hand and push that back in. Uh, wow, Wildcat Chris Harris. I had no idea that things had gotten so tough. I Honestly, I didn't know that they were going to be so rough on you for just climbing the elimination chamber. Honestly, I was thinking about climbing the elimination chamber. Yeah, but you're you're a, you're a girl and you didn't. Uh, I didn't do it because I didn't want to get hit or arrested because I was at WrestleMania Access and I didn't want to get somehow lose my WrestleMania spot. Yeah, I when got, I say my WrestleMania spot, I mean my tickets to WrestleMania. Here, I got a bag. There's a dress in it. You go ahead and put it on. Uh, uh, you girl. You're a girl. You know what? You want to go out? No, that's a lovely dress you got there. Uh, it's in a, it's still in a bag. I'm not gonna wear it. I'm yeah, well, on. I'll bag you. Uh, I'll I, tag you, bag you. I doubt it. I, I, I honestly doubt that. Look, look, I won the elimination chamber, so that was great. That was. Uh, so, did you spend WrestleMania? Where did you did you watch WrestleMania? I lived it. I was there in front of hundreds of people at WrestleMania. The guards tried to access. What, what, yeah, you had access to the footage. Uh, I'm sorry. That what? was WrestleMania. No, WrestleMania access where the Elimination Chamber was a, is a fan sort of convention put on by WWE so that the yeah. fans can meet people and right. buy merchandise and get uh-huh. autographs. Yeah. Uh, and it's indoors Bye. at the San Jose Convention Center. Bye. That is not WrestleMania. WrestleMania is across town at Levi Stadium. If I see the words WrestleMania anywhere and it's... Uh, and lights, that's WrestleMania. And I won WrestleMania against Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler, and Dolph Ziggler. I beat them all. I I, I fell. I got pinned. I punched. Uh, I thought it was James Storm. I was mistaken. They told me that was not James Storm. It was a security guard. My bad. Wow. My uh, bad. Gosh. I'd... Sometimes you got to take bumps in order to get humps. You know and what? By humps, I mean boobs. That's a lovely dress you got on. I, Would you I, like to go to Applebee's? I did not put it on. Chris, I you feel like you're. I'll put it blank. on. I'll put it on. There uh, we go. Wildcat Chris is putting on a dress. Wow. Uh, you're a crazy man, Wildcat Chris. You're, you're a crazy man. I just want to point out. Hey, look. I want to go out with me. You know what? I, no more corrections. Uh, it sounds like, uh, oh, it sounds like if anything, it sounds like you had your uh, WrestleMania moment. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh! I don't feel right. Some, some broke when I fell off the. Do you ever see the movie Big Trouble in Little China? I did. Yeah. You know that guy Thunder? I think so. Yeah. The God Thunder. Mm-hmm. And when he he just swells when he gets mad, he goes. Oh. 
you know what I'm talking about? And he gets really big? And then it goes out of control. Yeah. That's been happening to me for the past five years. Wow. I think I'm going to explode. Wow. Well, you know what? You've got a lot of pride in you. You've had a WrestleMania moment, and I we applaud here at Curtain Jerks. We applaud you. Uh, yeah. When I need the strap. The what? I need the strap. You mean the the belt? Yeah, I need the strap. Uh, I can give you a belt that might be able to keep your intestines still where it is. But yeah, I can't that's give what you... I'm shooting for. I need my intestines to not to keep falling out. All right. Well, I think we've got a few extra belts in the guest breakfast lounge because sometimes we like to try on belts in there also. Hey, man, can you grab my bags for me and carry them around and, and collect money for me for my pictures and autographs? I carry bags for no man. Ah, uh, okay. Well, they, uh, you won with the champion elimination chamber mania. It's good to see you. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Wildcat Chris Harris. Wow, Scott, that was. I feel. I was gonna say I feel bad for him, but he had a WrestleMania. For him, he had a WrestleMania moment. He believes he won, and I mean that's the imagination of it all, isn't it? Is that we really believe these guys won these events and everything? Yeah, and we. I don't believe... want to take that away. No, don't take that away. Don't. What are you gonna kill the imagination for? It's. I don't want to do that. It's mania, bro. It's mania, bro. Access was a lot of fun. We have a lot of stories that came out of there, but one of one of the most fun things that came out of there was the interview with Ryback, and you asked him one of my favorite questions that you could have asked Ryback. Well, let's check it out right now. So here's our interview with Ryback. Uh, Ryback, what is the largest mammal do you think you could consume? That's tough. I, I have eaten a lot of uh, a lot of cows in my day, but uh, that's hard to say off the top of my head. I'm trying to right now go a lot of chicken, okay. a lot of fish right now. Uh, that's my diet. But if it was a cheat day and you could do the whole animal and wear like a bison skin afterwards, not to plant bison or anything, but what do you think? I have eaten my fair share of bison also, so I might have to say off the top of my head if we're going large as bison for sure. All right. Yeah. No, thank you. For the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, who are you targeting? Who's the first guy that's got to get out of the ring? Uh, we got some big guys in there, including myself, but and I put all my money in Vegas on me to win, so I have a lot riding on this. Uh, you got Big Show, Mark Henry, and Kane, though, that are three very large, wide fellows, and uh, uh, I would say those are the three prime targets I have in my laser scope. I love that question you asked him. Well, you know, sometimes you got to know. And sometimes you really get a disappointing answer. I think there's a bigger animal that he's just not owning up to. I think he ate an endangered species, and he's just afraid that, you know, the law is going to come crashing down on him. You mean like a... Uh, um, a rhinoceros? Yeah, you said rhino on the way on the way home. You're like, I bet he ate a rhino. I, I bet know. he did. Yeah, that's true. I bet, I bet it's out there. Mm -hmm. I think he should fight all wrestlers with the name of an animal. Like, he them. should fight Rhino. I'm surprised that they don't have more scenes of him, like, sitting down to a fancy dinner with, like, a steam tray, and he pulls back the silver dome, and there's a belt underneath it or something like that. And he eats the belt? Mm-mm. Oh. He's he eats everything, and then he spits out the belt because those are the bones? Yeah, and then he keeps it. Mm. Oh, God, if he, had a, if he had a signature belt that was bones, how amazing would that be? What would you call it? The bone belt? Yeah, the rye, the rye bone belt. Or the rye belt. Mm, yeah, the right belt. I Jeez like that. Christ, we are doing good with these puns, huh? Mm -hmm, Jeez mm -hmm. Christ. Cheese and crackers. These are good. Access. This was your first access you've ever been to. I've yeah. been to a number of them. 
they it hadn't changed that much this year. So what did you walk away when you saw Access? You're like, oh. two shirts that didn't fit. I walked away with <laughs> two shirts that did not fit. Your problem was you bought the same size shirt. Uh, no, I bought one for my wife, and then I bought another shirt that was no. I bought one small and then one medium, and the medium did not fit. Describe the shirt that you bought for the listener. I bought a old school like ringer T-shirt with under old school Undertaker on it with like the purple and the big hat, fedora. And then I also got this sweet WrestleMania 31 exclusive shirt where it was supposed to be Bray and Undertaker on the same shirt. And it says like their stats on the back, which is the dead man versus the new face of fear. Mm -hmm. And it's Bray Wyatt is upright and Undertaker is upside down beneath him. So it's like a playing card. It's very cool. Undertaker's got a scythe. Bray Wyatt's got his lantern. They're standing on top of a pentagram. It is totally evil it's so cool yeah and it doesn't fit no it doesn't fit <laughs> yeah i might have to i'm we found the receipt today right before we started recording so mm -hmm. i might send it in and be like can i get a large please hey we were doing media coverage and i got a wrong size shirt yeah i don't want to talk about it too much on my show but anyway t-shirt watch update starts today and i'll let you know how it goes coming on the next couple weeks what the wife think of the shirt oh she loved both of them and i said yeah because he liked the undertaker so much and she's like well that's what you said and i was like <laughs> oh my like, who does your wife like uh, my wife is fascinated not so much by the characters, by the stuff that goes on. She is fascinated by the Lesnar-Undertaker match because she's like, I don't think it was supposed to happen that way. Like, oh. she hasn't even watched it, but she's like, she... Everything went wrong. I explained to her about the streak, and she's like, it sounds like something went really wrong, and they're just trying to cover it up. And I think I believe my wife. I don't think Undertaker handpicked Brock Lesnar. I think he something went terribly wrong, and they called it on the day. Wow, what a good graphics guy for being right on it. Mm -hmm. For throwing up that 21 and 1. Yeah. <laughs> and then the director going, run with it. I think we've got something. <laughs> that's awesome that that she that that's what how she perceives it. She also got she got me an Illuminati t-shirt. So, oh. I appreciate any sort of conspiracy stuff that she that she can bring to the table. That's great. Yeah. Um okay, so what else about access like seeing seeing what you saw what do you think from the fans' perspective? Do you think it's a pretty cool setup? Is there something more that could be there? Uh, it's just, it's kind of interesting because it's so massive. Mm -hmm. And also there's like long hundred person lines to see and like to go, walk up on stage and meet Bray Wyatt or Ryback or Mark Henry for less than a minute, maybe almost a minute per person. Like they do mm -hmm. about a minute. They talk. He like, they talk to you and they sign and they're cool about it. And they all have their sort of WrestleMania talking points. And it's very impressive. It's a really amazing setup. And the like the closest thing to a WWE store, like you said. Yeah. Like they're, the superstore that they have. Yeah, it's got loaded with merch. All the current stuff. And I mean, then they also have some older stuff. Like there was Stone Cold t-shirts as well as like older sting stuff like it was really it was pretty fascinating that's that spot where guys are probably walking through and going um there are no fandango shirts here can i please make some money this weekend because no. hey i might not be on anything but like get put my merch in there people might just buy it because i'm surprised they don't do all, like every kind of shirt and stuff they have yeah but they just like nope they just go with the big stuff there's one wall completely loaded with just wrestlemania it's just a WrestleMania uh, and we and, and there are three walls to buy merch because otherwise the fourth wall. Yeah, the three is walls then, are all like chopped up into like different like 
wrestlers as well as uh, like men, women, kids. One, one was like youth stuff and toys. But the amount of WrestleMania specific WrestleMania 31 stuff was a like ton. so many different like just I lifestyle think, clothing stuff. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, I think that's all international is like how they're playing towards that because everybody coming from all over the world and then you come and you buy this one shirt at this one event that you were at. So whatever one appeals to you, it's just every single different type of WrestleMania shirt you could imagine. And it got cold when the sun went down at the Levi Stadium. So you've got to go get yourself a uh, hoodie or something. Yeah, it got a little breezy. Yeah, get yourself those Fandango uh, Capri pants. Who would you have waited in line for uh, as a fan? Like, say this didn't happen this year and it's like... Bray you Wyatt. Could, you would have? I would have waited in line for Bray Wyatt and... Um, Jeez, maybe Sting? Hmm, all right. Well, but, or Daniel Bryan. I think those are all people I would have waited in line to meet. Okay, that's fair. Uh, And then they had the NXT set up in there, Mm -hmm. so that you got to see matches and occasionally I didn't get to watch any matches. Right. We were working. But there was guys, oh, I guess CJ Parker asked for his release. Did you know about that? Who's CJ Parker? Oh, sick burn! Yeah. But who's CJ Parker? CJ Parker is <laughs> an NXT wrestler who has like the crazy dreads and stuff. He looks like the hippie guy. Oh yeah, that's because he took the pin at uh, at NXT at WrestleMania Access. Mm-hmm. Or did he win? I don't know. I don't know. Who's CJ Parker? I there was no there was some dude gigantic guy that's like right out of Vince McMahon cookie cutter machine mm-hmm. that beat him. So yeah, I I read the story a little bit ago. And he asked for his release. That's weird. Right after Mania? Sounds like a conspiracy. Mm, your wife is on it. Uh, she's our <laughs> she's our, our conspiracy reporter. Uh-huh. I'll ask her about it and we'll... <laughs> Please, yes, we should have sound bites from Chelsea just saying, like, you just give her the setup of uh, CJ Parker asked for his release. Conspiracy or not, and why? I don't know. It sounds like he can't lose. <laughs> Parker mm, Lewis can't yeah. lose. I tried that Thanks, joke. Honey. I tried that joke on the girl I'm dating right now. Of uh, there was some sort of setup of. Whoa! Parker. No need for us to brag. Me being married and you have a date. <laughs> Wrestling! Yeah! Uh, guys, anything is possible. <laughs> um, All you have to I, do is believe. It's true. Uh, and then fucking scorpion deathlock. Uh, I. Tried a C.J. Parker, or God damn it! Now I'm yeah, C.J. Parker joke. Uh, Parker yeah, Lewis can't lose joke. Problem is nobody didn't know who C.J. Parker was. So how are you gonna make that C.J. Parker joke? I tried to make a Parker Lewis can't lose joke, and she said I had to Google that. I didn't know what you're talking about. What was it? Was it a age gap? Was it Panette? Was it a Panette quote or something like that? Panette. Yeah. Wasn't Panette the uh, principal's assistant? John Panette. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Yikes! Well, why don't you Wikipedia that? I don't wanna. It was. <laughs> you love John Panette. What's I wrong do. With Parker Lewis, King I Lewis do love John, John Panette, but I don't want to be reminded of his demise. All right. Do you know of that? He's gone. Yeah, yeah. He's not here no more. I know. Hall of Fame. Yeah, John. Throw him in the Hall of Fame. Very easily. That'd be amazing. Um, we didn't go to Hall of Fame. We didn't do that. Uh, Lots of opportunities to go. No shit. Like yeah, people were. There were so many people we got to uh, meet and talk with, and I still didn't get to meet everybody. I apologize to Wrestlinga Show, those guys over there. We never got a good chance to meet up. Uh, there was just a bazillion things to do. Steve got a chance to meet a lot of the AfterBuzz hosts that I work with um, and meet all those people. So it was a cool cross-contamination of wrestling community. Let's call it cross-pollination. Cross-contamination sounds like we're pooping in the same toilet without flushing. Hey, we all ate that uh, bread pudding. I didn't. You didn't? No. You 
stupid bastard. That bread pudding was so fucking good. It was you got a banana bread pudding at lunch before raw. Oh my god. I was fine. I had a chocolate lava cake for lunch. Oh, well, all right. But goddamn, that bread pudding was so 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 good. Really? Yes. All right. I, that's why everybody wanted it so okay, bad. Okay, I believe you. It was really good. Oh. If that bread pudding were a t-shirt, I'd wear that everywhere. God, that would be a sticky t-shirt. Hey, yo! Hey. Um, we were on to something. I just can't remember yeah, what. Yeah, we sure were. It's WrestleMania Access, CJ Parker asking for us a release. Um, yeah, I'm dating! Oh, no. Um, uh, oh, apologies to people because we couldn't meet up with them. Yeah, so... Okay, uh, we so both we... got sunburned. Oh, yeah, we got... Well, do you want to go ahead and shoot forward to WrestleMania? What? No, let's shoot whatever we need to. Okay. Um... So, we uh, we got to meet everybody. We got to, to chat with everybody, which was really cool. And it's just a, a an awesome community. And then meeting some fans here and there. Not ours, of course. Like, we met no one that was a fan of us. Um, James Storm knew who we were. Knew who I was. Buddy. Oh, okay. Knew who I was. A couple guys knew who I was. Okay. He Slater remembered me. Yeah, he did. That was weird. Well, I was look it? weird. I look weird. That's what I always chalk it up to. Like, I fucking look weird. You look the same. Yeah, Why we're saying the same stop thing. Stop undercutting yourself. You're dating. You went to WrestleMania. He Slater remembered you. Uh, Colt Cabana didn't punch you in the face. What's what's the problem? He wanted to. No, he it's didn't. It's a fan convention. You're not allowed to punch. No, there is no signs anywhere that said no punching fans. It said no laser pointers. It never said no no fan <laughs> punching. You got choked by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That was weird. Yeah, I don't remember. Was he, did he work stiff? Yeah, he he works for no light as a feather. Yeah, I was gonna say he lo- it looked like yeah. light as a feather, but you were you were selling it like mad. Well, that's all I've got. That was fun. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of another anecdote of something we can share that doesn't. Hey, burn we don't anybody. need to think of something that's funny. We don't need to tell jokes on this show. We can just tell stories, Scott. It doesn't need to be anecdotes. Yeah, which is a story. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I had two hot dogs. Uh, they were great. I found a Chicago dog at the uh, Levi's. No, not. Where was Raw? Raw was at the, the Shark Tank. At the Shark Tank. Guys, good food. Good concessions all across the board. There you go. There's Garlic an anecdote, fries, I guess. Beers. Really good stuff. Great. $7 water bottles. That was at the other place. And it doesn't matter where it was. They were all expensive. These are confusing anecdotes that you're now sharing with the audience. Are they, they don't know what to follow. or are they delicious? Speaking of weirdos. Adam Rose. That guy is eccentric. He's unusual. He's got his rosebuds. And you know who else was with him? Hornswoggle. Not weird. Totally down to earth. Because he's just a normal guy. But we're talking rosebuds with Adam Rose and Hornswoggle. Let's throw to that. Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And I'm here with Adam Rose. Hello, Scott. And Hornswoggle. Hello, hello, Scott. I'm no, doing you're good. You're having a good Steve. time here, Scott. I like other Scott as well. This has been this, this is like one of your parties where everything's is, going yeah. on. Well, not fully one of my parties, but it's getting there. Yeah. Still can get a little more rowdy, then we'll get going. Yeah, but what's it's good. good. It's really exciting. With this autograph well, session, like you're, you're but, checking out to see if each party member could come in and uh, make it to the Exotic Express. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. I'm analyzing everybody one by one and seeing who's worthy of being a rosebud. And he's most definitely worthy of being a rosebud. I'm in. All right, I'm in. Right. Good. Good. It seems like access is going really well, and everybody's been having a really great time. Has it been a good crowd? Yeah, man, they get better and better every year. This is number s- uh, seven for me, and it's every year it's even bigger. It's just incredible the amount of people and the amount of stuff and attractions there is 
really makes it all worth it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're really excited for WrestleMania. We're excited for WrestleMania Access. And when is party time? All the time. That's when party time is. All the time. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Scott, you know what I like about that interview? What? Uh, Towing the company line. I feel like me and you did some really good interviewing for WWE on that one. They really need to get the word out about them. Yeah, and I feel like, uh, if anything, asking about WrestleMania access at WrestleMania access really gives access to WrestleMania. Wow. Speaking of just company line and being weird, what's happened to you? Are you now a robot? Did the WWE put a chip in you? No, I didn't. I just took a large WWE cash settlement. I can only spend their money at their events or in their WWE store with Mm -hmm. the WWE cash. But for the wrong size merchandise. Yeah, only for the wrong size merchandise. Problem is, Steve's wearing that shirt and it's just, it's too tight on him. It's cutting off circulation circulation to everything important. I don't think I would be able to hang with Adam Rose. You think so? Do you think he parties too much, or do you think maybe you guys have different ideologies? I I think he parties too odd for me. Yeah? I don't think—he's a guy that seems like he would never want to get food at a party. Oh, yeah, he's too busy. Yeah, it's like he's doing other stuff, and he's chatting people up, and he's um, having—I always imagine him having exotic drinks, like what you see in Wayne's World when they get that big, giant blue drink, Mm -hmm. where Garth gets it, right? Yeah. That's what I imagine he drinks all the time. I don't know. And you don't know what it is. You're like, is that alcoholic or is that just filled with fruit juices and gasoline? Like, what is that? I think I agree with you. I think also when you're at a party, you want to maybe meet people or dance or have a good time. I just don't know what kind of conversation I'm going to have with a giant hot dog or a huge mustard, you know? Well, that's why I don't I don't want to talk to them. Those people weird me out. And also, I'm getting older. I think that music's probably going to be too loud. <laughs> and I don't want to hang out on the cigarette patio because then I don't, I'll end up smelling like cigarettes. You will. Yeah. And I don't want to get high somewhere and then get lost to the party. That's no fun either. Yeah, because how are you going to navigate through a hot dog and a, and a hostess cupcake? And all I don't know. How are you supposed to navigate a conversation between a giant hot dog and a hostess cupcake? Don't know how to do it. You're going to probably start trying to hand me their screenplay or something. Do you think we broke something? Do you think that we're going to see Hornswoggle as a rosebud? I think they'd be a good team together. I think they'd be fun. But I think it'd be better. As long I as think that bunny goes away. Yeah. But I think, like, Hornswoggle needs, like, a mech or something that he can party in. So he, like... He's, a mech suit? Yeah, so he's, like, he's not too low so people don't disregard him. Oh, so you're shooting him up way up high. You're not just putting an awesome mech suit on him that's, you know, what, four or five feet tall? Yeah. You're, you're throwing... I'm not giving... No, I'm not giving, putting him in, like, a Gundam unit or something. I'm putting him in just a nice, like... Uh, a sharper image uh, mech suit. Yeah, a sharper image mech suit. Like, too short at parties? Try this on for size. The exo legs. <laughs> WrestleMania itself, Levi Stadium, massive, new arena, new stadium, I should say. I always say arena and stadium, I mix it up. Uh, it's like a boat and a ship. You can't compare the two. It's not the same thing. Well, a ship is in the boat family. No, it ain't. Yes, No, it is. you talk to a Norwegian Cruise Line uh, captain and they'll... They'll correct you real quick. They'll choke you out like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Look, those ex-British uh, Navy guys, they can call it whatever they want, but I'm going to call it a, It's part of the boat family. No way, man. Mm-hmm. Well, d- apparently this is a part of the arena family. This stadium, this is a... L- Levi Stadium was awesome. It's uh, lacking elevators. 
uh, to certain places that you want to get to. I think there are elevators. We just couldn't find them for the upper deck. That's what I'm saying. It's lacking them. I think it's a really well-designed stadium inside of the stadium, but all systems based around Levi Stadium that function outside of it are terrible. Traffic to and from the stadium was would be ours. But it's not, though. Like there were there were certain sections of where you could come from and it was fine. Once I knew the first time I went there that uh, just pulling off the freeway to stay away from the right hand side of the road and go on the left, like that's where all the through traffic went. Mm-hmm. I was fine because I didn't know where to park. So if it's a one time deal, yeah, it sucked. But if I knew the area and around it, I was fine. I and I tried to give that advice to everybody else. No one listened to me. And they all got stuck in traffic. But also, like leaving the arena, they have to like they close streets and everything starts going in the same direction. I feel like it just there's How congestion. How fast did I get out of there? Steve? You got out pretty fast. I got out real fucking fast. That yeah. was under ten minutes. That's okay. So, yeah. You know what Scott knew what he was doing. I, I would know what, what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. I had that shit down. Yeah, he did. Uh, it's a lovely facility. There was a really cool setup. WWE was kind enough to give us tickets, which was awesome. And those were. Those are really cool seats. Like we were, we were up in the upper deck, which I appreciated because I could watch the entire show. I could see everything going on. We saw, it's it's cool when you you know you're given the presentation of WrestleMania, so you get to see all the elaborate staging and everything. But sometimes it's super fun when you get to see all that staging being set up. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, for example, at one point we're we're sitting there, we're watching the show, and Steve goes, a fucking tank. <laughs> It's true. And I said, what? Where? And then we see a huge tank being set up and then cannons and then, you know, Rusev climbing into the thing. Yeah. So we get to see all that happening. We get to see Terminators being set up like a -a whack-a-mole and all these other crazy things happening. So while some surprises are being uh, revealed, there are plenty of other ones. Good God, the whole... The whole Sting Triple H match. Oh, it was, even from a quarter mile away, it was still fantastic. It was so cool. It was so red. So many surprises. So many things happened during that match. Uh, and I know we talked with some people later, and my problem with it was this, and the thing I didn't like was that I wanted Sting to win, but that's my only hang-up. It was so fun. That was such a fun WrestleMania. It was a fun WrestleMania. I feel like there was, it was crowd ple- it was a crowd-pleaser. Like, mm-hmm. So even if bad guys were winning, it was still a really, really good time. Did bad guys win the whole way through? You were saying that, like, so Daniel Bryan. Bad, two bad guy champs. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and uh, John Cena, like, took belts. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it was sort of uh, Cesaro and Kid retained. Um, Big Show won the Battle Memorial uh, Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple H won. Right. Seth Rollins won. Right. Uh, Randy Orton had that awesome awesome rko out of this curb stomp which was so cool i loved that thing it was so awesome i still can't like it's like trying to figure out how they do the canadian destroyer like "Eh, let me just watch it one more time let me watch it one more time wait are you jumping are you flipping what what how 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 yeah how 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 so there, there was so much cool stuff, and there's so many people to talk to about the show and uh, wanting to get extra insight. But you know, one of the people that we have on the show so often that I knew we had to talk to because there were so many things going on was Triple H. I had to know, uh, you know, like what's going on with Sting, uh, what's going on with the two factions showing up, what's going on with the Terminators. There's so many things. There's so many things I gotta know. So I, I want to get uh, Triple H in here and just figure this out. All right, I'm gonna go get him. Oh, he's here. It's time to say hello. Uh, I'll be back and I'm back.
wait, wait, wait. I'll be back and I'm back. So you're saying. Last time I was on the podcast, I said I'll be, I'm all back and I'm back. Oh, I see. You're doing Terminator. Yeah, you're doing Terminator. Terminator. Well, Triple H is here, everybody, and he's, uh, he's, you got this whole Terminator thing running now. Yeah. Terminator Genesis coming out soon from Paramount Pictures. It's going to be a real fun time. You know, I think they would sooner like you to say the date of when it's coming out rather than the studio that's uh, I don't it. know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, that Look, corporate, it's my bad. Should know when the date is. We've got a big deal going on with Paramount, right? I think you know that we've got a really big deal going on with Paramount right now, but I, I, uh, you know, uh, I don't know the date. I don't know when it's coming out, so I can't go see it now. Hey, I, I chalk it up to Triple H. I don't know when it's coming out. Look, I can't go watch it. It's going to be in the movie theaters. You can't do the suck it sign and say the movie theaters at the same time. That look, it's, uh, well, it's gonna be in the movie theaters. Suck it. Don't don't do that. I I don't know if you're telling me to suck it and I can't go watch the movie, or if I'm supposed to watch the movie near your groin. Maybe by watching the movie, you're just suck it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop doing that. Suck it. Stop it. Sorry. All right. Hey, look. Where's Sting? Uh, he beat up Bo Dallas. Yeah, he did. Uh, other than that, though, I don't, I don't know what's going on. You oh, beat him. I beat him big time. No, every- Everybody now knows DX is always better than NWO. Oh, uh, well. Think that message is pretty suck it, clear. Stop it. Wait, could we ever see that as a Survivor Series match? Uh, NWO versus DX? Yeah. No way. Why not? NWO only is going to take one paycheck from us. Oh, did you pay them a whole lot of money? A lot of money for them to show up at WrestleMania and get their asses kicked. How much? How much you pay them? I look. I'm not at liberty to disclose, but let me tell you this: Kevin Nash now owns a small island <laughs> off the course, off the, uh, off of. Uh, he owns Cuba. He, you gave Kevin Nash all of Cuba. I wasn't mine to give. We gave him a paycheck, and he bought Cuba. He, oh my God, that's how much money. Been. What about Scott Hall? How much did he get? Oh, you know, peanuts. You gave him peanuts. He was hungry. <laughs> what about Hulk Hogan? Oh, come on, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Look, a lot of people don't know this, but we took a jobber and gave him, <laughs> we took his arm off and gave it to Hulk Hogan. You gave a arm of a jobber to Hulk Hogan? Yeah. What does that mean? It just means Hulk Hogan was like, ah, I've got so much money, uh, give me something that I've never seen before. I don't think Hulk Hogan has so much money anymore. Well, he's now he's got a pickled jar hand. Oh, all right. Uh, and then where was the allegiance... Among X-Pac, was it hard to get X-Pac to be on your side, or was it? did he want to oh, be Oh, no six? way, man. He's DX all the way. He is? No way. There was no convincing him? No, it wasn't. We didn't have to convince him at all. I mean, he checked in with Nash during the match. But it Nash seemed said like no. it. Oh, yeah, because he was getting Cuba. He didn't want X-Pac running around on Yeah, him. come on. What are you going to do? All right, so you paid NWO a whole ton of money, and you beat Sting. Everybody thought Sting needs to come in and get a win to establish himself in the WWE, but... You took that away from him. We didn't take anything away from him, all right? We paid Sting, too. He got his... Look, everybody's complaining about Sting losing, but Sting got his WrestleMania moment. He got to team up with NWO, even though he was fighting them for that really long time in WCW. Right. And we had Shawn Michaels. We had Xbox. We had Billy Gunn, the one. Did you forget his name? What? I was going to call him Billy Ray Gunn, but that's not his name. No, that's not his name. Mr. Uh, Ass. Yeah, Mr. Ass. And the road dog, Jesse James. Mm-hmm. And Triple H. King DX himself. Suck it. Okay. Um, but Sting now is, he's lost, and he's going into whatever else wrestling, and now he doesn't have any wins. 
Uh, look, it I, seems like to be what the internet would say, you buried him. Uh, burying Sting? Come on, like putting the final nail in the coffin of WCW on the biggest stage of them all. Finally showing everybody that DX is better than NWO. And uh, showing everybody that Shawn Michaels has still got it. And showing everybody how crazy Sting looks by uh, taking it. Taking a sledgehammer. Taking a broken sledgehammer, for that matter. In a WrestleMania match. I mean, come on. Is that really burying? Is that burying somebody? It really seems like it is. Well, I'm making sucky. <laughs> All right. Well, your, your message of suck it to burying, I guess, is pretty clear. Triple H... In closing, I have to ask you about Terminator. Before, you were obsessed with Arnold Schwarzenegger's Conan the Barbarian coming out and having these elaborate interests on a throne and a head of Kindergarten Cop. What? Yeah, so for my next WrestleMania entrance, I'm going to be coming out as Kindergarten Cop and I'm going to have a bunch of little kids with me and uh, I'm just going to, well, I'm just going to drive them with my sledgehammer like a golf ball. What? So there's going to be all these little kids around me, and I'm going to drive them with the sledgehammer and knock them out into the audience. And then the audience, you pull the skin off of the kids (laughs) and their wrestle buddies. What are you talking about? Why not blow the whistle and march around like it's the fire drill in Kindergarten Cop? Oh, that's way better. Yeah, that's better for PR. That way you're not mutilating children uh, at We already spent $100,000 on those pressure molds for those wrestle buddies to make them look like kids. Look, I don't think you should do that, Triple H. I think, well, I, I, I'll be honest. I think you should pick a better uh, Arnold Look, if I'm going to take the pin from The Rock next year at WrestleMania, what? i got to have a crazy entrance. Are you revealing it right now that you're going to lose to The Rock at WrestleMania 32? Well, I think it's pretty pretty obvious there's got to be something going on with the rock and triple h right yeah but you're not gonna bury him why would i bury him he's the rock he's the only thing keeping us afloat is that right he's oh the- it's, it's too much sucking oh <laughs> triple h everybody with his clear message of sucking it that's my only gripe about that match is that triple h won but that was just as a fan. They got me. I was so wrapped up in that match. That was great. It was it was three acts. It was a wrestling match. Yeah. And then it was a this team fight match. And then it was weapons. And it was great. Oh, I, so cool. I honestly believe that Triple H should have beat Sting. But I don't think. Yeah, why? I don't. It just, it makes sense to me. Like, Triple H is like. He's, yeah, in what way? I think he's got more momentum. He's more powerful. And, like, Sting is. I would have loved to see Sting win, but I don't have a problem with Triple H winning. I do have a problem with DX somehow beating NWO. Like, in terms of factions, DX never seemed ever to me like it was um, formidable. It always was like, it always was interrupting things, or it was always getting dirty wins or something. It never felt like a force. NWO felt like a new, 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 new world order. All right, Radio Steve. I would say, I would agree with you. In saying that DX seems like the frat guys that would come and uh, ruin parties and get the cops called on them. But when the cops would show up, they'd bail. NWO feels like they'd stay and fight. They'd stay and fight and the cops would not want to fight them. Yeah. that The cops are waiting for Batman mm-hmm. in that scenario. Yeah, exactly. And DX would, would, they're like the Joker's henchmen, but no Joker. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't have a problem with Triple H going over, but I, the... How much, how popular DX was, and how much they made it seem like they could go up against NWO, even if there was a bunch of old dudes, just didn't sit with me at all. But does it lessen Sting in your eyes now because of it? Oh, if, if Sting's next thing. Do you go? I'm really excited for it. Do you go? Whatever. He couldn't be Triple H. In a way, yeah. I mean, like, I think he does seem 
we haven't got to see him do anything. We got to see him do an awesome match that we lost. Mm-hmm. And he was with an awesome faction that lost also. Hmm. So NWO being there was kind of like like fan service, but it was also like, but uh, they could have easily won. Like as soon as NWO showed up, I was like, oh, it's fucking over. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they were. I love that they were slow to the ring. It's oh, not they, an old joke. It's just that's how that's how cool they are. Yeah. They didn't need to. And again, it's the frat guys running in and trying to do everything they can, but these other guys like. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. You hear the music. You're going to stop what you're doing. And they did stop, right? They, like, everybody yeah. stopped and waited for NWO to walk over. Oh, my God. That was so fun. That was ah, so, so, so fun. Have you watched it yet on the network? No, I haven't. I've been wanting to, but I've been sleeping every chance I can get. Uh, what what I liked about this mania also is I was I feel like I might have forgiven a lot of pro- things with it, with it also because I was there. Mm-hmm. So one, this rest all the like this was the best WrestleMania on the planet to me. You want to know because why? Because you were there. Because I was there, and so. But I also think had I just watched it at home, I would have been really impressed, and I still would have had a really good time. Well, you would have noticed how much of a fat piece of shit everyone is. Oh yeah, because that's what happens when you watch wrestling. You have to point like when you're watching it at home, it's very easy to critique. But when you're in the hot sun. And every wrestling match takes away from how uncomfortable you are. Makes a big difference. Exactly. Yeah. So that is part one of our WrestleMania chat with guests. Uh, We hope you enjoyed those interviews with Ryback, Adam Rose, and Hornswoggle. We're going to be back next week with even more. Next week we have, uh, who do we got? I'm looking at all the names we have here. Uh, We got Mark Henry, Zack Ryder, and Heath Slater. That stuff is great. We've got even more interviews coming up after that. We want to give a gigantic thank you to Frankie George, our cameraman, taking all the footage. Uh, Tom Connolly taking all the stills. Dale Rutledge and the WWE for all they did for us this week. Uh, you want to check out everything on Facebook. Uh, we got photos on there. On Twitter, we're, we're posting everything everywhere there. And YouTube, youtube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. That's where you can see all the videos. Also, if you want to help Curtain Jerks stay uh stay active and doing things this trip was uh uh you know a bit pricey and we haven't been asking for money in the past or anything before but if you want to help support the show we've been running for free oh by the way it's our four-year jerk anniversary that happened last week oh, no wow. it happened we're, that's how busy we were we forgot our own jerk anniversary but we've been running for four years now um and giving you a free show so if you'd like to support us uh you can get the square cash app get on your phone, your tablet, any of that stuff, and you can send money directly to the show with cash tag jerks. That's a dollar sign and jerks. You can do that. You can send any uh, donation you want to help uh, the show. It can help us with advertising, getting the word out there, doing more trips and getting more interviews with guys. That is just a way of supporting our show directly. If you have any questions on that, you can always send me a message on Facebook or on Twitter, and I'll be happy to help you walk through that process and steve you got some stuff going on uh speaking of support uh the movie pacific northwest that i've been producing and we're doing fundraising through indiegogo we have a shout out for tracy g cooper thank you very much for your support tracy you made a very big difference and thank you very much and we start shooting this sunday so thank you for your help wow very exciting so yes Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, anything that you got to do because we've got more interviews coming up. We've got part two next week and just tons of stuff after that. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. 
just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, so- uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us. Uh, like the episode. Comment. Tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh that was uh, quotable and then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there and if you're an aesthetics person orange accents right orange is the new black guys <laughs> yeah that's not gonna be dated <laughs> no way no jason way. biggs jason biggs. wcw champion if there is still around yeah that's how it works so it's the orange is the new black wcw crossover jason biggs is the new championship that belt's almost as big as his head it is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos, ideas, videos, ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Didn't want what? That. <laughs>